week on Erotic Awakening, polyamory and power exchange, more questions and secret toys. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as simply, simply fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dane and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Sequential Sex Podcast. Explore erotica and sex as it is depicted in comics, graphic novels, and more. Find out more at sequentialsexpodcast.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. What are you laughing about the intro part? What word because did I say you wrong? still say depleted. <laughs> There's no L in Explore it. Explore erotica and sex as it is depicted. Depicted. Depicted? <laughs> There's no L. <laughs> Give me some coffee, Slade. Yes, sir. <laughs> Funny. There it is. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we will be talking about uh, polyamory and power exchange and when you meld the two together and how it causes some interesting things. We'll also go through some more of the questions that we've started on the 69 things to do on your bucket list. Yay. Five for five so far. <laughs> but first on this question of the day, what is a sex toy that you recommend that maybe most people are not aware of? A sex toy that I would recommend that mm -hmm. people may not be aware of. Most people would not be aware of. What's some, one of your go-to items? So while you think about it, I'll... Okay. I'll uh, Suggest to people that they should check out the Hitachi uh, Massager. And yeah. that is one that, unless you're uh, already kinky, you may not be aware. And it's really just a massager that is intended for your muscles. But it's considered the best power orgasm for a vibrator. Not an internal vibrator, but an external vibrator. Right. Good old Hitachi uh, massager. Now, nowadays, uh, they don't like to be called Hitachis anymore. Normally, you'll find them as magic wands. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking and I'm going through the toy bag. And what I've been hot for recently, though, has been nipple clamps. But most people know about nipple clamps. So I don't know that most people do. Bent. I mean, so, you're, you're yeah. thinking the most people that are uh, familiar with our podcast are aware. That's know. true. Because I love a good pair of nipple clamps. Or clothespins. They don't have to be good nipple clamps. They can be Walmart clothespins. Though if you use those too much, they'll usually bust. But, um, you know, they come in so handy. They can be used on the nipples, just on the breast tissue themselves. It is so funny that I can hear and... your hands rubbing on your <laughs> oh, bra sorry. when you do that. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It's <laughs> so, like that. It's kind of neat. So they can be used all over the place. And, yeah, I really like them. So, but if I think of... I don't even know that I can think of other things. I mean, we have a pretty handy-dandy toy bag. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's what I've been hot for recently. So nothing in our toy bag, nothing in our in our selection is... So, for example, if you took all of our sex toys, yeah. things that we use for sex, whether they're actual sex toys or not, laid them out on a table, and no you said, clamps. pick the sex toy, nothing out there would people would look at and go, whoa, that's a sex toy? Like the Wartenberg wheel? Sure, sure. I love the Wartenberg wheel. Certainly something wheel. we've used that's we've is not a it's not a sex toy at all. It's a medical thing for checking nerve damage. I right, believe. right. Um, what about the metal chopsticks? Mm. Literally, they are uh, chopsticks made from metal that I picked up from Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. and we use those for the impact play. But let's say again, not really. This, so far, these are all BDSM toys. We don't have anything straight I'm up. A 
BDSM kinkster. <laughs> this so is very true. For sex, I mean, hell, I'd rather have a cucumber than a vibrator. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> right? I've done vegetables before, but they come in all sizes. And I'm not much into the whole vibration thing. So I'm not much much of a vibrator or a, even the eggs and stuff are mm-hmm. kind of okay. But I'd rather be filled. So a cucumber would <laughs> work better than a vibrator. Although I would recommend you don't just keep it in your sex toy kit. Don't, you know, no, fresh, no, 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 no. So, so what else is in there that's sex related? I mean, I'll pop in a suction cup dildo in there every now and then. Mm-hmm. Not that it gets used much. But that's a straight up sex toy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking at that wine bottle over there. That looks kind of <laughs> nasty. <laughs> so what would you think? Well, I think one of the things I like to do with people that I'm doing slut play with is, say, find something to fuck yourself with. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's an easy reach that's not a normal sex toy. The bottle you're drinking out right mm-hmm. now would absolutely be acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times things can be perverted simply because they're not standard sex toys, even if they're not the most wonderful thing in the world. The very fact of I'm having, I'm fucking myself with this hairbrush. Hairbrush. As a matter of fact, there you go. Oh, we used to have pictures of um, hammers and screwdrivers Mm -hmm. covered in condoms or bedpost. This is actually one of the areas, if you remember, that you and I started to recognize that Uh we had similar interests. It is. Go ahead and tell about that. Oh, so because we started sharing porn and, um, finding out that we had some of the same porn in our collection. And I bet we've still got those pictures. It is. It's at the end of a screwdriver covered in a condom mm-hmm. or uh, the the handle of a hammer covered in a condom, and the two girls are fucking each other with them. And um, there was one of a girl straddling a bedpost that had been covered in a condom. And I said, yeah, this is some amazing yeah. shit. And when we saw that we had the same porn in our collection, it's like... Oh, you're a little naughty, too. <laughs> exactly. So there you go. There's the question of the day. What's in your sex toy? I was trying to make that, that commercial, what's in your wallet. But oh, <laughs> I don't know that commercial. <laughs> so, uh, Don, I do see, as before we get into our topic topic, uh, I know you want to get into some of these questions. Oh, um, yeah. I like the questions. Before we get there, though, I do want to mention that we have some new subscribers to the newsletter, and there's only two of them, so it won't take long to get through them. It looks like Sticks Pet from Ohio. And Strong Gentleman Dom from Pittsburgh. And hopefully, Mr. Strong Gentleman's Dom, you will see us at Steel City next weekend, uh, or two weekends away. Two Our weekends. Yes, Mid-October, uh, the the Steel City Scandal, a brand new event there in Pittsburgh. We'll be presenting our flirting class as well as, oh, good point, power <laughs> exchange in polyamory, which we're going to talk a little bit about today. Doesn't mean you can't go. You, you still get to go to. Oh, yeah. You just, so, but, but you get fun. a prequel it'll here. It'll be fun. So cool. But I also want to cover uh, tentacles and food on boobs. I don't think we have any food on boobs, but no, go ahead with your I'm little sorry. tentacles. So, but Chip sent us, uh, Chip is back. Yay. Hi, Chip. <laughs> so Chip sent us um, a link to like all the tentacle stuff you can find on Amazon. So there was um, all kinds of stuff. Some I've seen before, like uh, coffee tables and things like that. Um, but the one that I really liked was the wine bottle holder 
So that was that was really cool. I may have to not that I drink a lot of wine, but mm-hmm. that'd be kind of neat to have that. And then Shayla sent us a picture of a public bathroom that was covered in pictures of octopuses oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, over yeah. that were painted all over the walls. So that was kind of neat. And then Ohio Hedgehog is back. So sent me a couple of links and one of them was a pencil drawing. So it was just a it, it was naughty. <laughs> it's the kind I like. It was naughty. So it was tentacles holding the girl's legs open and filling her up. And yeah. we, we were recently talking about indulgences and one of the indulgences, mm-hmm. whether we should have an arts indulgence, mm-hmm. where the idea of just in, because you've done certain things to reward yourself with something that you wouldn't normally like get. If I go to the gym five days in a row, right. I would um, indulge myself with something. Yeah. So, Artwork. We were talking about Artwork that. was one of those. So maybe this is an opportunity for me to look through some of these tentacle art pieces and actually purchase some. So that would be awesome. For you. I don't think that'd be a good indulgence for me. I'm going to look at fairies, too. I love fairies. You do indeed. Bondage uh, fairies. Yes, bondage oh, fairies has been one I of could, your things. If I could find the comic book. Hey, uh, um, um, Johnny Jackhammer. Johnny Jackhammer. Of the Sequential Sex <laughs> Podcast. I'm sure that he has. Any bondage fairies? Bondage fairies coming mm. out of the library. Nice. So really quickly, uh, let's knock out our next five questions. So we currently are going from the 69 questions. How many of these can you cross off your kinky and freaky bucket list from PuckerMob.com? We are currently five for five. We've done five out of five. Yep. yep. And now we're going to get tricky. Uh-oh. Number six. Don, yes, have sir. you ever had a threesome with another guy? A threesome with another guy. Yes, sir. Check. So... Yes, it I didn't have as well. go. You've had a threesome with another guy. Oh, yes. a long time ago. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I think it's pre you. Yes, it's pre me. Well, that was a long time ago. We've known each other a long time. Yes, that was pre you. Okay, so mine's been more recent. It didn't go the way I planned, but it was still a threesome with how, two guys. How about a threesome with another girl? Oh, absolutely, many times. <laughs> well, two with for you. two on today's question. Uh, yes, and unfortunately, I've been involved in that one. Uh-huh. Most of the time that I know of. Most of the not time. Always. Twice you have not. But I think the most recent I have not. The two most recent. Mm. Uh, two out of three of the most recent. <laughs> uh, allow another woman to go down on you. Oh, absolutely. Same for me. Yes. Yes. You have <laughs> allowed a woman to go down on you. <laughs> well, I am a freak. Watch another couple have sex. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, anyone in particular jump to mind? Um, actually, J and M. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of as well. So, I mean, I've seen many at swing clubs and stuff, but J and M is the one that popped out into my head. Because we knew them and they're friends. Right. We knew them. They were friends. And yeah, Jay's not around anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he passed. But um, yeah, that's that's the one that comes to mind. Or number question number 10, have them watch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't, uh, we were just talking about a couple that came over and watched thought, this. The, the, yeah. The, the couple that I could play with her pussy, but I couldn't kiss her lips. Right. Right. Didn't, didn't that end up being, they watched us? Yeah. Yeah. So they Bam. ended up watching us. And I feel like there's been more people that have watched us. Oh, good grief. Um, even just recently, kinda, sorta. I mean, if it counts to have... You throw me over them while you fuck me. I think that counts. I don't know that they could have seen that. Oh, that's true. And that's not another mm. couple. 
Oh, that's true. Okay, so there have been couples. Uh, so we had just picked up, we just ran through another five. It makes me want to do five more. What else have we done? What else have we done? Okay, we'll do five more, but um, I know. don't blame me when we run I, out. When we run out. Um, switch off with other partners. Oh. Switch off with other partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've done that. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you're thinking of the same one I am. I'm thinking way early in our beginning, we hooked up with a couple. Matter of fact, I can now that I think about it more than once, as a matter of fact. Uh -huh. um, this was, I, for some reason, Hawaii comes to mind. I don't know if one of them was Hawaiian or... I'm not sure. Are those the ones that we met at O'Charlie's and then went back to their apartment? Very good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there was that couple. I know there was a couple of more. Indiana? I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, we should write about these things. So, yes, yes Indiana, we definitely did. Even the first, um, our first uh, foray into Polly, where it was the lesbian couple, mm -hmm. we switched partners there, too. Good point. Even though I was not truly a lesbian, I still got to play. You still got to play. So, so that's all. We're not going to do five okay, more. Okay. We are 11 on. for 11 so far. Apparently, we're kinky and freaky. <laughs> I'm good with that. Dawn, did you know that the Kinky and Freaky podcast is higher rated than Erotic Awakening? No, it can't be. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Nice. Yes, tell so your friends. Our, our uh, uh, a topic for the day, Dawn. Yes, sir. Power exchange and polyamory. And the reason that this is an interesting topic is because, so power exchange is the idea of a hierarchical relationship model where someone is in charge and someone is not in charge. And it mm -hmm. might be someone is in charge and three or four someone's is not in charge. Or it could be three or four someone's not in charge and two people that are in charge or mm -hmm. any kind of combo like that. Most right. commonly a single person in charge with multiple people not in charge. Right. Or a, a single and single. It can be monotonous. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're yeah. going poly Absolutely. with Absolutely. this, right? So it probably won't be. But, um, yeah, so it's usually, even though the triad that showed up last night here at the space, mm -hmm. it's two in charge and one not. Are they in a power exchange relationship? Mm -hmm. oh, I was not aware absolutely. of that. No kidding. Yeah, it is an ab absolutely a power exchange relationship. Oh, why didn't we, we should have them come over for coffee absolutely. sometime. I had no so, clue that that yeah, was yeah. there. Yeah, I've talked to them a couple of times. Oh. So, and, um, but, uh, yeah, and it absolutely works for them. Mm -hmm. So, um, for the most part, they're, they're, they're working out, you know, the, sure. the, the different things that, that make it harder when it's not just one person mm -hmm. in charge. But you're right. Power exchange is very much about a hierarchical relationship. Somebody has control. Somebody's given control. And a lot of times in polyamory, you'll, although there are certainly hierarchical polyamorous relationships, a lot of people will suggest and recommend that hierarchy cannot uh, does not do well for polyamory often in that if people should be treated as equals all the way through that the idea of if you have a primary and a secondary, mm -hmm. then that discredits or uh, I, that's, that's not the word that I want, but makes the secondary less important. Mm. See, and there's many of us that are in those style of relationships and are just fine with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm in, I'm in a hierarchical relationship with um, Big D and his wife. It's not a power exchange relationship, but it's still hierarchical. Uh, yes. She is his primary. They have kids together. They have financial responsibilities together. Um, 
decisions are made by them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the secondary. And so yeah. if yeah. they move, I probably won't move with them, right? I won't be moving in. I don't help make decisions with the kids. Mm-hmm. If they go on a vacation, I don't have any say in that. And we're perfectly fine with that. Yeah. And here's this for an interesting one. Mm-hmm. I am in a power exchange relationship with someone mm-hmm. who is in a egalitarian relationship with someone else, but that someone else has more power over the relationship with the submissive than I do. Boy, yeah. that come out weird. Yeah, because they're married, right? Absolutely. Not only are they married, but right. they are life partners. Right. And, you know, here's one where we get tricky, where people who argue against hierarchical relationships is not necessarily the fact that someone is married. Right. I, I get that, that that is a legal commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, often... It might be about love, but it, sometimes it's just a legal, logistical sort of thing, right? But who is your life partner? Who is right. it that, you know, this isn't a temporary, and, and nobody likes to think of, oh, this relationship's, but really, if you think about it, if you think about the people that you're with, are you going to be with them for the, the rest of your life? For you some know? of us, yes. For some of us, we're committed to the time that we're together, mm-hmm. So, which may or may not be forever. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll just be very um, specific with the people in my life. And I don't think anyone would be surprised by this. And hopefully they won't, don't, don't shock and <laughs> You're going to have conversations get, later, this, though. Right? Um, with, and, and I've had these conversations with people recently, right? right? With my submissive Kaya, it is probably a temporary relationship. We just don't know what that looks like. Right. It's not because, oh, we're only going to last six months. Um or because they might be moving for It jobs. is because their life and their career needs to be more important than me. Mm-hmm. And there's also a little bit of an age gap, right? So that I'm at a different place in my life versus they're, you know, still at the very beginning, the starting gate. Right. And getting their shit together. Right. Um, doesn't mean we won't have a relationship in 20 years, but it's not like this polyamory living together thing. Right, right. They really are just starting, th- mm-hmm. getting to a spot where they can start a family if they want to. Exactly. Or things like that. Yeah. Right. With Cat, uh, who I said would only last six months, we just hit three years, which quite, and, and she finds it quite amusing that we've lasted six, for the three years. Three or four? It's three. Is it three? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's three. Okay. I'll hear about it if it's not. <laughs> but she has a husband and two children that they're raising and chickens and a home and all this kind of stuff. Literally chickens yes. with eggs. <laughs> as well as cats and dogs and a variety of other creatures. But do I, you know, it's not like we view, I don't view that relationship in this, how are we going to handle retirement? Mm-hmm. You know, this is just not a, a topic that comes up. I don't know how long we're going to last. Right. But we're not life partners per se, right? At least that's not the intent or the the vision that we have with that relationship right now. Now, mm-hmm. everything's fluid. You never know how things are going to go. Right. Just saying how things are at the moment. And me and Big D haven't really talked about that at all. We're very much in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it lasts as long as it lasts. So, but... And, <clears throat> let me say real quick. 
just to wrap it up because I know. Oh, Car- you for you, yeah. I didn't forget. I, I was know done. you didn't forget. I cut you off. Yes. Sorry. Uh, and just because I, Carrie never actually listens to the podcast because she doesn't want to find out where I'm sticking my fingers and toes. Although she ends up hearing about it anyway. Um, Karen probably is a life partner. At least we've made decisions like that. I.e., we right. bought a house together. Right. Right. We haven't blended our finances, but we've sure as hell blended a very big fucking mortgage. Mm-hmm. And hot tub. And, and a hot you, tub. Yep. And we have raising animals together, right? right? And, you know, that's kind of this thing that if you're raising an animal together, that's this a different level of commitment mm-hmm. than you have with than you might have with somebody else, right? Right. None of these are good, bad, right, wrong. None of these relationships are better than other relationships. But there certainly is a level of planning, a level of responsibility. And the reality is, if Kat and her husband decide that they are going to buy a house that they can't actually afford, I might suggest as a friend some advice, but it's not my fucking business. Right. Where if Karen decides to quit her job and hitchhike around the country, well, that is my fucking business, right? Because yeah, now we've got yeah, that huge ass house. Exactly, <laughs> right? Um, so there you go. You know, and then obviously I consider you, obviously I consider you a life partner. Yeah. And we make all, all of our decisions are together. Right. Um, so when you, you know, if there's a, like a job change, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know where the power exchange is coming in. I know, I'm trying to, to get there. back right. around. We'll get back there. All right, let's get there. Let's get back there. So okay. the power exchange aspect of that is that you and I are in a power exchange relationship. Me and Kat are not. Me and Karen are not. And me and Kaya are. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Big D are not. Mm-hmm. Me and Kaya are not. Mm-hmm. So You and me are. Yes, you and me are. Okay. So, and that gets kind of... Um, so what are the different, what are one of the differences between the relationship you have with Dart and the relationship you have with me? What is the part that power exchange makes it different? Well, there's a big part that makes it different in that mine and his is very egalitarian. So um, he actually asked me to get him some uh, fruit crisp the other night when he was mm. over at the house. And that took me by surprise because he doesn't usually, even as a girlfriend, because he knows that I serve you, he does not usually ask me to do things like that as his girlfriend. But it actually came out very natural and I don't mind. It wasn't an order, right? Mm -hmm. It was a request. So with you, you have final say in anything I do. You get to make all the decisions that you want to make. You have veto power. You have, you know, you've got all of this power in the relationship. Big D really doesn't. And and I ask you if I can date somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'll let Big D know that I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, and that, and that's kind of a big one there. Yeah. Uh, I like the, uh, we should talk a little bit about that veto power. Because mm-hmm. that's obviously, that's one of those poly hot topics Oh yeah, people do not think there should be veto power. Right, that and, it and they'll recommend, love. and they'll suggest that the ve- the only reason that I would veto a relationship is because of fear, or because abuse, not uh, the grasping, selfishness, clinging, oh, clinging and selfishness. Yeah, yeah. but uh, that's not true. You've never vetoed one of my relationships, even one that you thought wasn't healthy for me. So I don't think you would have let it gone on much longer. But you wanted me to learn how to. 
I have think? preemptively vetoed mm. some people. Yeah, that so, is very true. You have told me that I will never date. Yeah. Blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So, right. That is very true. Yeah. But not someone that I'm already dating. You haven't cut that off. So when I tell, even when me and Big D started dating, and I told him up front, we are in a power exchange relationship. This is me and you. Mm -hmm. This is what that means. Dan also gets veto power, which means be on your best P's and Q's. You know, I'm like, but I don't see Dan ever using that veto power unless Big D or whoever else I'm dating is harming me. Right. And then you would cut it off. You would never do it out of fear, which is what people say veto power is used for. Yeah, I, no, I, I agree with that. And I sat there and thought about it for a moment, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a, you know, not only would I not veto it out of fear, I wouldn't even veto plans because they're inconvenient. Unless, right. you know, there's maybe there's some situations there, but in general, we expect there to be communication and negotiation and some give and take. Mm-hmm. That's not really what being a, in a power exchange relationship is about. It's not about me always getting my way, per se. But it's really challenging, right? When Bat, Slave Bat was my slave and she started a new relationship with somebody, part of what she had to bring up was, oh, by the way, I'm in a power exchange relationship and my master can cancel our relationship on his right. whim. Right. How hard is that for the new person? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I have to tell that to people. Luckily, most of the people that I meet already know I'm in a power exchange relationship. Right. So the last boyfriend met me through the podcast. So he already knew I was in a power exchange relationship. I just had to specify what that exactly meant in relationship to him. Mm -hmm. um, Big D already knew. No. Yes. He already knew. I didn't know how aware he was of what yeah. that meant. So um, so I had to explain to him. And yeah, that can be very challenging for the person coming in, knowing that that could be canceled mm -hmm. at any time on a whim. So I have to be very clear that you don't usually do things on a whim. So You want to uh, really make the veto power people squirm. Okay. The ones before, for or against? Against. Against, yeah. I have veto power over you. Yes. You don't have veto power over me. Exactly. So, and yeah, that will, if you Are mention you cool that. Are you cool with that? I'm cool with that. I gave up this power for a reason, right? None of those relationships that I've been in over the last 18 years that we've been polyamorous, if you had the power to veto, and I think early on we may have seen this differently, but going, if you could go back now and, or not even if you could go back now, would you, if you had the power to veto, would you have said, yep, I should have vetoed that one. I knew that one wasn't going anywhere. One. Just one, uh, but it ended, it ended up imploding anyway. Do I remember it? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. I'll have to ask you later when we're not on the air. Right, right. Um, so it's really, you know. Though, though I must say it wasn't until halfway through that one that I would wanted to have vetoed it. Okay. So not at the beginning, but anyway. No, I'm really curious about what this is. <laughs> what are the other differences in a power exchange polyamorous relationship? Veto power is absolutely one of the big things that can mm -hmm. be different. The, the established hierarchy that, you know, that can impact people that other people that you date. Mm -hmm. Right. That's absolutely one of those things. 
Um, you know, and sometimes, and, and I know what you're going to ask me, what else is the difference between the two? But um, I also wanted to mention um, that sometimes that makes it, because I'm in a power exchange relationship and poly, it can actually make it harder for me to find people to date. Mm -hmm. Because either they're not exactly sure how they fit in if they're not power exchange or they're not sure exactly how much control that gives you mm -hmm. and where that leaves them or that I'm already owned completely and they don't, that's a challenge for them. They don't want to, I don't know, battle that, fight yeah. against that. Or they that do want to fight against that and they want to win. I used to have that. Yep. I used to have that, you know. So people saying, well, a real master wouldn't let you date other people. Right. So I'll be your real master, you know, sort of thing, which is absolutely not what I'm looking for. And the other trick to this is that the idea of having a power exchange relationship, you know, it's if, if you started to date somebody new who's not that familiar with power exchange or is completely familiar with power exchange, but just doesn't know me. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, well, okay, you know, I think that we have a real romantic, loving relationship. And that means time and commitment and all this other stuff. Um, what level of power over this relationship does your master have? And you get the, re and you respond all of it. Right. They don't know me to know that whether I care to exert that power. Right. Right. Um, with Big D to my memory, I have not exerted that power mm -mm. No. at all mm -mm. because it hasn't been appro it hasn't been needed or appropriate. Right. Right. So doesn't you know, mean that I don't have it, though. Right. And, and knowing that right about that master, that they're not just going to swing their dick around or their uh, vagina around because <laughs> they can, mm -hmm. you know, that you just have that. That's part of that story. Yeah. And and the other thing that. I like to mention to people is that even though you have ultimate authority, that doesn't mean you're going to micromanage. Mm -hmm. So you pretty much let me and big D do what it is that we need to do to nurture our relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a lot of input on, I should do this. I should do that. Not do this. Don't do that. You know, things, right. you know what I mean? So we're allowed to make our own plans though. I, ask your permission or at least give you knowledge of everything we're doing. So it's not like I'm way out on my own, but I'm, I'm allowed to reach out to people and, and, yeah, yeah. and try to make relationships and, and, stuff. and expected to. And mm -hmm. a lot of the normal polyamorous tools we still use. It doesn't right. change anything. Right. So, so that's kind of neat how that works because I'm betting with some power exchange poly relationships all of their relationships are power exchange so you know what i mean mm -hmm. and, yeah. and whereas we've got vanilla thrown in with ours so it can make it challenging but um you but know, we've kind of figured it out how to balance it and another aspect of this is normally when i have two people in my collar that I'm in a relationship with, mm -hmm. there's the additional level of hierarchy that you get to be alpha slave, mm -hmm. you know, and that's an important part of the polyamory as well, because then there's this, you know, there's never this, Oh, are you going to side with her or going to side with me? Um, and again, right. that's, that's some bad master stuff. Anyway, if you're going to side with somebody, right. but again, it, it builds deeper into that hierarchy. It does. Though I did just have to explain to Kaya that um, alpha slave means a couple of different things in that, 
um, pretty much in the hierarchical stuff, I'm alpha slave just because that's where I fall into things mm-hmm. right now. And um, I mean, you could change that at any point. You could bring in a different alpha slave, right? So right now, the way things fall in, I'm alpha slave because I don't know, we're in that sort of relationship and, you know, been together so long. And then the other way of alpha slave is the one that teaches yeah, the beta slave that comes in. I don't have that relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So this, this is the first submissive you've brought in that I don't have that training because her and I are dating egalitarian. Right. And that started prior to the power exchange starting with. Right. That are the egalitarian dating started before you two became power exchange. So the funny thing about that is I have power over you because yes. you're my slave. Yes. And I have power over her as a collared submissive. So right. I truly have power over your relationship Absolutely. in both directions. Yeah. And find it important and valuable to not influence that relationship. Mm-hmm. And and trust me, there's numerous times where I, I want to influence it. I know. Uh, where I, and where I don't want to, you know, I just don't. Um, you want to see how it goes organically, I yeah. think. Yeah. Instead of pushing it. So, or pulling it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because there's obviously the direction that it goes impacts me. Mm-hmm. Right? If you and uh, Kaya stop getting along in that level of relationship, then I've got to, you know, that, it, I don't know. It, but it doesn't. We don't know it, what it looks like. Right, right. But it would impact you regardless. Yeah. So, and you do have the power to, I actually find that very sexy, noble. <laughs> and sexy, yes, that you don't try to influence us. And because this is my first girlfriend that's just mine on my own. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of neat to be able to try to figure all of that out. But anyway, so I'm assuming because we are just talking about our version of polyamory and power exchange and how we do things. I'm assuming that there's a lot of people out there that do things differently. So I would actually like to hear some feedback, right, on how other people do it. You can provide feedback to us on the Got Comment form on the webpage eroticawakening.com. Or write us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or anything else you want to do. <laughs> Fet life is a, is a good one. So, But you can find all kinds of ways of contacting us on, you guessed it, eroticawakening.com. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. You're currently listening to a song called Win. The person we've seen most recently is Impact Hazard. The current sender of tentacles is Shyla Chip and Ohio Hedgehog. I had to put them all in there. They've done so good. <laughs> the provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and the Good Witch of the North. And the official food that goes on boob is... Boobs is garlic cheese and white pepper sprinkle popcorn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>